Hello, and welcome to a Christmas goblet of mulled wine. A drunken goblet of mulled wine. <laughs> you don't have to say Christmas. It's implied by the, by the mold of the Hello, wine. Hello, and welcome to a goblet of mulled wine. A drunken Christmas Harry Potter <laughs> podcast. Who are you? I'm Hannah. And I'm Charlie. And in today's episode, we're going to be rewriting Love Actually as if it was in the Harry Potter universe. This is pure chaos so watch love actually strap on in strap on in and join us for for colin murdering a load of people (laughs) as in colin creevy not the other the love actually colin yeah we make too many collins there's so many many harry's there's There's too too many alan Alan rickman's Rickman's. (laughs) i've got hair in my mouth Okay, um, it's out. Yeah, what watch love actually and come and join us on this festive reminiscent journey. Woo! And maybe we should sing a Christmas song for this. Um Simply Having a Wonderful Christmas Time. Christmas test. I'm not redoing it. <laughs> you can't make magic happen twice. Hannah just recorded and then deleted our sound test in which I did the least tuneful singing anyone has ever sung. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Anyway, welcome to the Goblet of Wine 2021 Christmas bonus Ooh, When does this actually come out? It comes out on Christmas Eve. Does it? It always airs on Christmas Eve, Charlie. I don't know. I'm the only the one that uploads it and edits it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for the Christmas one, you edit it. I guess where I normally have uploaded it as well. I can't remember. It comes out on Christmas Eve. Okay, that's so good Merry to know. Merry Christmas, everyone, and welcome to the Goblet of Wine Christmas special. Simply having a, a wonderful Christmas time. time. Anyway, this is our fourth christmas special shut your fucking face Fourth. how old does that make you feel i just want to commit but that's I've no really, different to any other year i'm really sorry i've just realized i'm so thirsty that if i don't get water i'm gonna be upset go get some water thirsty Thank bitch um did you know how kirsty mccall dies <laughs> i'm quite frankly the funniest person that has ever existed Hannah says I'm not. Quite frankly, I think this is hate and also homophobia. Because did you know Hannah is wildly homophobic? Quite frankly, all the time when we're alone, she just goes on rants about how much she hates the gays. Hannah just violently hates gay people. In fact, she frequently tells me about how much she, in her spare time, hate crimes gay people. (laughs) It's not wrong. Hannah hate crimes gay people on a regular basis. <laughs> Literally only friends with gay people. This is so offensive. <laughs> and it's like, look, I may hate crime them at weekends, but I'm also friends with them. And therefore <laughs> it's fine. Any straight people. What do you She's like, I I can't be a homophobe. <laughs> I have gay friends. Have you not seen that I have gay friends? Look at you. <laughs> Having gay friends and being a homophobe is not mutually exclusive. I really hope I'm not a homophobe. Stop beating up gay people at the weekend. <laughs> Punching you on the arm is not beating up gay yes, people. It is. Shut up, Charlie. You deserve it. 
Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. So mother- wait, was it the JLSA? Merry Christmas, or however they do? I can't even do it. Merry Christmas. Welcome. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Welcome to the fourth Goblet of Wine Christmas special. Uh, this in year- which. I think every, I think the first year we had a plan and since then we've always arrived on the day just like, fuck, what do we do? (laughs) Since when do Goblet of Wine ever have a plan, I ask you? Exactly. So it's our thing. It's our thing. It's our brand. This year, um, are things better than last year? (laughs) What? Well, you know, last year we were in deep despair. We recorded. <laughs> Are we it not like, this year? We recorded. No, that's what I'm asking. We recorded it like a few days before a national lockdown and a few days after a national lockdown. Don't jinx it. This year, things are better. <laughs> Fuck. You <laughs> just jinxed it. You arsehole. For anyone that doesn't live in the UK, um, I'm editing this on the 20th of December and it looks like we are imminently going to go back into a lockdown because COVID has suddenly gotten so much worse again. And can I just say that Hannah is personally responsible for this, for saying that things were better this year. So thanks for that, Hannah. I've just come out of a personal lockdown. Neil had fucking COVID. Neil did, the motherfucker. Bloody anti-vaxxer. He did. Absolute wanker. Wanker. Um, love you, Neil. Um, <laughs> so that's this Christmas. Um, I think we've swapped presents on the podcast. Well, we're not doing that this year because it's only the 5th I've of December. I've not even gotten... I, I've got I, you your present. Your present's behind my mirror. Really? Of course it is. I, your birthday and your Christmas present. Whoa. I don't Two even... presents. Sauce. I don't even have any ideas for you this year. That's a shit. That's 5th of December, mate. I know. To be fair. The last time we're seeing each other is in like seven days. Possibly. Oh. Maybe nine. That's a good point. I don't know. This year, I honestly, December snuck up on me this year. You sneaky bitch. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's like part of the whirlwind of like suddenly getting into a relationship. Oh, I'm suddenly Charlie's just like. got a new boyfriend and me, she's going to not get me a Christmas present. And now she's, she's like, like, I'm going to get like my mind has been on other things and now i'm like fuck it's december Charlie's gonna be like, i didn't get you a christmas present because i got a new boyfriend so <laughs> i hate my friends yes. now bye <laughs> no um no no fuck i will you, think Hannah. of something it's just it's literally you i'm just like it's suddenly present. i'm I, no i am but like and i and i'll probably get you something great but like i like i just <laughs> haven't I. thought of it yet i don't know like i i just, I just haven't, haven't met you yet <laughs> i've got my sisters and that's it like i've got all the women none of the men in my life <laughs> yeah i know what i'm getting my dad but aside from the thing i stole today i've not gotten the rest of it um i don't know what i'm getting my mum. i've got my sisters i'm working on connor's like i just for the most part i'm really just disorganized no, I, um, I, I fully have gone down the gendered split and yeah. i have got all the women in my life and none of the men. Yeah. I normally have a really good idea of yours in advance, but this year, honestly. Thing is, like, with you, I will sit down and have one actual, like, okay, I'm going to have, like, a half an hour think about it. And Don't then get I'll... me anything. Just get us a day out together. But you hate me. That no, would be I your love worst. You. No, you don't. No, honestly, get that us a day out together. That is the least convincing. You're like, no. Tell me to. I love you. Tell me to book <laughs> a day off and let's go out together for the day. No, because you're always like, I've got no holiday. Yeah, but if you force <laughs> me to, I will. <laughs> No, no, no. It's the no, trick no, you no, have no. to pull I, me. I'll be able to think of something. I just, like, haven't had that, like, sit down and I think like about activity. it. <laughs> I like activity things. I was trying to tell you a thing. Yeah. No, no, no. But, like, I, I will be able to think of I just haven't, right now, had the time to, like, sit I down. I mean, mine isn't like... that imaginative. I just think it's 
a thing you'll like. Okay. Well, it's, it's seriously not that like uh, personal or creative. No, but I liked last year when I was like, oh my God, Hannah, look at what I've got my sister. And you were like, fuck you. Oh my God, I was so angry at Charlie last year. She texted me being like, look what I've got for my sister. And I literally sent her the most ranty message ever because what she'd got for her sister was, was what I'd already bought Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, I hate you. I hate you in this yeah. moment. You were like, you you're now going to think that I just Christmas. got you this because you showed me that you got your sister it. Like, yeah. yeah. It was some earrings that said like, what was it? Fuck the Tories or something? Fuck the Tories. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got um, you something different this year. Which was like a great gift. But, but yeah, I literally got my sister the exact same thing. Because we get the same ads on tiktok and it's not helpful exactly exactly but i also will never peek your present from when i got you a film camera so never try i will never peek that so so so, yeah i think previous years we've sought presents but we're not doing that this year because it's the 5th of december but i am feeling very festive i texted charlie today because i've been isolating for 10 days i texted charlie today like i'm dressing festive And Charlie fully understood the assignment. I wore did. festive earrings. She's got festive eyeshadow, festive lipstick. She's wearing yeah. her Ron Christmas jumper. Yeah. I wore she glittery red lipstick. I wore glittery eyeshadow. I had earrings with tinsel that I've now taken off because they got really scratchy. That's fair enough. It's tinsel. <laughs> it is tinsel. Um, no, I fully... You, you said the word festive and you didn't even say you have to dress festive. You were like, I'm dressing festive. And for you, that was like, I'm going to wear a classy, sparkly green dress and that's it. Me, I was like, I will wear tinsel on my ears I and did glitter have, all over my face. I did have sparkly nails, but I picked them off. This is a vintage. Me, 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 this me, is from me, the me, 80s. Me, 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 me. Do you not think it's cool? No, I, I love it. I'm just taking the piss out of you being like, oh, actually, this is Vantage. And I'm like, I wore tinsel earrings that were probably from Primark. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this year, I'm sorry to disappoint you all. We're not doing the fan fiction challenge. We did that last year because, you know, we were creatively um, drained and tired. And yep. we just repeated the previous year because COVID. This year, well in advance, we thought of a new idea. We've been planning this for all of... Eight hours. <laughs> I thought you were lying for a second and I was going to go along with it. I thought you were about to be like, we've been thinking about this for two weeks and I was going to be like, yeah, yeah, we have. No, eight hours. I texted Charlie this morning, <laughs> literally being like, I've had an idea and now here we are. Yeah. So my idea was, and I have literally no idea if this is going to work. <laughs> we've I was thinking not discussed it, how to execute it. No. We're just like, we've not thought of welcome, anything else. Welcome to chaos. Um, I, I was thinking, what if love actually was set in the Harry Potter universe. Welcome to the premise of this episode. If Wait, you now I feel like we need that, um, the Who Was Feeling Millionaire music. Where it's like, do, 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 do. So first shout out obviously goes to, but make it scary. Yes. Obviously, as you guys know, we guessed on that recently. This is Sequoia Simone's uh, podcast, Sequoia from Fanatical Fix. You guys know we are sister podcasts with Fanatical, unofficial sister podcasts with Fanatical <laughs> yeah. Fix. They're the American <laughs> us, the British us are her dark material. Yeah, so. we have sister podcasts. Literally the <laughs> amount of times we got tagged with Fanatical Fix and the Spotify wrapped. I, I was know. like, sisters. Anyway, um, Sequoia's podcast, uh, But Make It Scary, me and Charlie both guessed on earlier this year. We made the classic British film for weddings and a funeral scary. And literally this morning I was like, well, what if you made the classic British film Love Actually? Harry Potter. (laughs) So let's try it. Yeah. I think it just, and we're going to, we're not, unlike But Make It Scary, we're not working this out before and talking through the plot. We're literally going to work it out live and just chat through it. We're just going to bullshit, If you guys haven't seen Love Actually, this episode will make no sense. So pause it and go and watch Love Actually because your life 
is not complete till you watch Love Actually. Both the best and the worst film you've ever seen. Literally, it that, is one of my favorite and least favorite films ever. <laughs> that I think it's a BuzzFeed article, not to praise Buzz, BuzzFeed, but it's like what the only good thing they've ever done. I think it's BuzzFeed anyway, where they point out what a bad film it is. I guess life changing. Okay, but like. I think, okay, <laughs> this is like a ranty oh, no. nuance. By the way, we're drinking mulled wine. I'm drinking mulled <laughs> wine. It's allowed to be a bad film in some ways. Why does media have to be good? This is my thing. Right. Media and does not have to be morally good for or it just to be good enjoyable. In any way. And I think you get annoyed with me sometimes because you don't always get when I'm like satirizing myself. <laughs> no, sometimes I think you're genuinely like, well, someone has to be morally good for it to be good. And I'm oh, like, no, no of course not morally it good. But no, but I will frequently like make jokes about not wanting to like admit you're enjoying like bad <laughs> Yeah, media. because you satirize yourself to the point where I'm like, do you actually not like that? But, the, but Charlie goes so deep into levels of satire, I don't know what's real. I do. There is like layers on layers <laughs> on, on layers, layers where it's like, layers. I'm satirizing myself, satirizing myself, satirizing myself. And then she's like, you don't get me. And I'm like, no! <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe this is, I don't maybe know. Maybe it's a you problem. <laughs> I, I was going to say maybe it's a Capricorn thing, but like, honestly, it, it, it is what I do. I'm just like, I will, I have jokes that only make sense to myself. And then I get frustrated when other people don't understand when I'm joking. But really, it's like, of course they don't understand because this is like, it's like I have in jokes with myself and then I make satirical jokes about those in jokes with myself and then other people don't get that I'm joking. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. But it's like, because I like joke. And even like when we met, so we. This, this, do you think this mold wine is quite tart? Should I add some more sugar? Did you like it? It's okay. It's maybe a bit tart. Do you want some sugar in it? Yeah. But yeah, so we started like working together and that's when our real friendship started in like 2017. And I feel like since then you have witnessed me make jokes about Taylor Swift, right? <laughs> and I feel like at some points you're like, you don't know whether I'm like fully joking about like being willing to admit to liking Taylor Swift or liking Taylor Swift, <laughs> right? when we first met, you used to take the piss at me how much I like Taylor Swift, which is valid, 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 No, valid, I still valid. do. Valid, I valid, still valid. do. Valid. And then, yeah, you go into it so much that when you actually try to make a serious point about Taylor Swift, I'm like, but are you just trying to trick me into, like, making a joke out of me because it's mean? <laughs> but anyway, uh, tell me about your history with Love Actually. It's just the best and the worst film ever. It's just like, as any Briton, oh my God, I just, I just desperately miss the era of, like, and I know it was that one director, what's his name? Richard um, Curtis. Yeah. Like, I, but I just miss that era of British rom-com because we really don't do it now. Yeah. And it was so and, golden. Yeah. And honestly, I think give it a couple of years and Netflix or one of their contenders. Well, I think Netflix, I think they'll cotton on to it because I think Netflix. What oh, if no, they've tried. You know, there's a film called uh, Boxing Day out this year. That So this is the third time that America has tried to do the What if we did a story from nine different perspectives? So they've done Leap Year, yeah. they've done Valentine's Day, and this year they've done Boxing Day. And it's never worked. And it's not going to stop trying. But like, I mean, the entire like era, because what Netflix has cottoned on to was like that whole like early noughties mm. chick flick yeah. American thing of like the mean girls illegally blonde yeah. like the clueless like that absolutely iconic era and they're now doing loads of those kind of like high school chick flicks and yeah. they're doing that really really well that trashy brainless stuff I think what they're going to cotton on to next is that like British sitcom rom com kind of thing I hope so um, and I really hope they do because it's just like after R Richard Curtis it just kind of like ended I mean but he he made a new one like he made 
Um, no, but in time, which ruined me as a human being. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah, don't yeah, yeah. think I am the same functioning level of human since seeing that film. Thank you, Richard Curtis. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, watch it. It's a fucking brilliant film. It's one of the I best films I've ever seen. I have never been so anxious watching a film. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think I've ever been the same again. So thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um, but yeah. Domino Gleason. But yeah, I is... hate the lukewarm takes of Love Actually is like not a happy film. Like, yes, all of Richard Curtis' films are fucking depressing at their core because that's what life is. He's meant to be making a commentary on life. But I remember like watching it for the first time in maybe 2007, 2008. And my parents, it'd come on the telly, obviously. Mm. And my parents being like, oh, we love this Christmas film. Sit down, sit down, sit down. Let's sit down and enjoy it. And then obviously there's the scene with the sex. And I was like, Oh, I'm sitting in the room with my parents while they're watching. I'm sitting in the room with my parents while they're having fun. Oh my god! Oh my god! But then, from then, I became so addicted to it that me and Lucy Scolding used to watch it every year, three times a year, because you know it does the like five weeks to Christmas, four weeks to Christmas, three weeks to Christmas. We used to make sure we watched it in those week markdown Whoa, counters. That's intense. Yeah, no, I'm intense. <laughs> So this is hilarious to me because I would say the first time that I probably ever watched it was towards the end of primary school. Oh, okay. Um, And we obviously got shown the cut version because, you know, it's like... I've never seen the cut version. (laughs) So this is a hilarious thing. We got shown it in like probably like either year five, most likely year six. So like the last year of primary school when you're like 10, 11 years old. And we got shown the cut version and it was one of those things where it's like, you know, towards Christmas and they're just like, rather than doing a class, just watch a film and do some colouring in or something. You know, the peak. Peak primary school education. Just the happiest I've ever been. Literally, my life has never been as good as those It's been downwards since then. then. (laughs) Those are the best memories I have. (laughs) The serotonin you would get when the teacher was like, just do some colouring in and watch this film. I went I for just... a, so it's totally off topic. I went for a haircut the other day. As you can tell my hair is shorter in a different colour. <laughs> um, and my hairdresser has a little boy. And um, he didn't have an after school carer. So he was running around while I was having mm. my haircut. Like, I don't mind. I go to a, like a nice local hairdresser. And he was like, oh, I'm so excited for Monday. And she was like, why? And he was like, I'm colouring in snowmen. And I was like, yeah. Oh my god, oh my god. I felt jealous of this seven year old child running around my feet being like, on Monday I'm colouring. I genuinely think there's a business in here because I understand why some people don't love flying. I love flying because I just think I can't do anything right now. Mm. So for however long you're on that flight, be it an hour, three hours, eight hours, 15 hours, whatever. I've never been you- on that long a flight. <laughs> Lucky you. <laughs> you can't do anything. And it's heaven. Just. To have that stress lift of no obligation that I should be doing something productive right now Mm. is absolute heaven to me. Mm. And I just honestly, what I would give for someone to lock me in a room and say Mm. for an hour, here's some colouring in and a VHS. You don't have Wi-Fi. You don't have 3G, anything. You can't do do anything. I can do that to you. Like, but it's a business. I want to charge people for that because I'm a capitalist (laughs) pig. Like, but honestly, would you not like... Sorry, would you not pay someone for that? Possibly, like yeah. just to have That's that. Like you can't idea. do anything else. Just color in and watch a VHS, honestly. But um, anyway, so you watched a doctored version of this exactly. film, exactly. And then for some reason, we had like something. I don't know if it was pirated or if it was just gotten from like a charity shop or something. But that was still the like censored version. We had this. Oh it God, didn't, I didn't even know this existed. It didn't even come in like the normal DVD box. It came in like a 
thinner box with like the dodgy printing. So it might be pirated. It might have just been like some weird <laughs> edition. But yeah, so it was like the cut with any kind of rudeness or sex scenes. So it, the film. It had the entire that annoying dickhead actor uh, from Sherlock. His entire plotline cut out. Sorry, what did you? What the annoying dickhead actor from Sherlock? Do you mean one of my favorite actors ever? <laughs> Sorry. No, surely not. Martin. Him. Martin Freeman. I love him in everything he's ever been in. Nativity is my favourite Christmas film. I mean, yes, good. But like, do you not think he's clearly an arsehole? And he was the worst thing about um, uh, Black Panther. Well, obviously he was the worst thing about Black Panther purely because everyone else was fucking fabulous. But of all the white men. What are the white men were in it? No, but as in, but... In a film that had one white man in it, of all the white men you could pick, why <laughs> pick him? He's awful. No, I love him. No. I just love him. I just think he's one of those actors. You watch him in things and you're like, you're clearly a terrible person. <laughs> I love him. I just think he's so cute. No, I, no, I think he's clearly a fucking arsehole. <gasps> I really like I will, him. <laughs> no, I would bet my life on this. Anyway. Anyway. So yeah. Missed out his entire storyline well, because obviously, clearly all that all was, was banging, which meant that I got fully into my teens before the first time I saw the real film, <laughs> and I didn't know what I was missing out. And then I like, I it must have been when it came onto like Netflix, or it might have been even when like Netflix, you know, when it was like they would send DVDs to you in the post, and that was what Netflix was. I think it was around the time it was that, mm-hmm. and I saw the real film, and I was like. Why are these people fucking <gasps> on what? <laughs> oh my god! I didn't even know there was a doctor. There is, yeah. It's what they used to show us in primary school. Oh, and for some reason, that was a copy no. my, that my family had. We probably still have it. If we still have it, I will give you it so you can watch it. I don't want to. <laughs> no, but it's honestly like most of the film is missing. <laughs> okay. On that note, it also we... didn't have the subtitles. So the entire Colin um, Firth romance, <laughs> you were just like, he is kidnapped. This poor, like, woman? foreign woman. <laughs> foreign woman. <laughs> Who knows what language? <laughs> I don't. I genuinely. Oh, good God. <laughs> On that note, so what we're going to do next is we're going to run through all the characters and sort them not only into their houses, but how they're going to yeah who would replace them basically so what how i envisage this is they don't have to be replaced fully some can be replaced by harry potter characters some can be themselves in the story we're just gonna make it work how it works can i just go on a rant before we start yes you can if you stop the chair squeaking sorry one of my um all-time favorite songs god only knows where i'd be without you no okay I think it's going to be really embarrassing if I click on the wrong song right now, but I think this is the right song. One of my all-time favourite songs, but I don't listen to a lot because it has been so utterly fucking ruined by Love Actually. And it's annoying because there are so many films that are like made better by scenes that they're in, in films. And this is genuinely like one of the songs I think is the best, one of the best songs of all times. And it's just been ruined okay. by Love Actually. Okay. If I could. Yeah, but no. yeah, and then they have the threesome or yeah. like the group sex or whatever. Like fivesome. Fivesome? Then stone, could you go But Jenny, 
genuinely one of the best written songs of all times that has been absolutely ruined by, I'm sorry, the world's least attractive character <laughs> having a fivesome. See, it's not about I, the actor, it's about the character, so I can say it. See, I got introduced to that song through Love Actually, so I can't hate Love Actually for that song. I just, I just think it's an absolutely incredible song and I just don't want to see that awful, sexist, horrible character having a fivesome with some really hot girls. So hot. To just one of the best songs of all times that now I can't listen to that song without thinking of that awful, grown-up Colin Creevy like having a fivesome <laughs> to that song. So, because his name is Colin. His name is Colin. So I think we've done our first. <laughs> right, no, let's. I'm going to go through the order they're in on Wikipedia. We'll come back to Colin. So Wikipedia lists them in their groupings. Mm -hmm. So the first two people we have to place into Harry Potter are Billy Mac and his manager Joe. Oh, exciting! Why so, am I feeling so? Billy Mac, Ludo Bagman is one of them. Billy Mac, Ludo Bagman. Surely, yeah. He's like a washed up artist. The has been. Yeah, the has been. So who's his... So Joe, are we just giving Ludo Beckman like a manager? Because we're allowed to like do what we want. Are we just like yeah, attaching Joe? Yeah, I feel like Joe? there's no one that makes sense. So we're just we attaching Joe to Ludo Beckman. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, done. Yeah. Next I, one. I'm really satisfied with both just immediately like Ludo Beckman. The Backman. only other person I could think of was um, Gilderoy Lockhart, but I think he suits someone else better. Interesting, Mr. Bond. Interesting. Juliet, Peter, and Mark. So Who? Juliet is Kira Knightley. Ew! <laughs> I hate Peter. Oh, I can't remember which around Peter and Mark is. <laughs> yeah, Peter is the husband. Yeah. And Mark is the best friend. Can I just so say? So we have I... to give this three to either Hermione, Ron, and <laughs> Harry, or Ginny. Ron, no, Ginny, Harry, and Dean. I think that might be funnier. I think that is funnier. But can I just say, I hate Kira Knightley with a fucking passion. What? <laughs> and both my sister and my mum agree. And I feel like such an outlier here because so many people agree that Kira Knightley in um, Pirates of the Caribbean is their queer awakening. Yes. And I don't see it at all. Oh. And quite frankly, she is so insufferable in love actually and i know that she was like 17 which also fucking fucked up no that's fucked up um yeah. but she is when she's like oh <laughs> i look quite pretty don't i when she's quite obviously the most stunning person that has ever worked to the planet worked to the planet, well, she to the planet and planet. it just honestly it just makes me want to snap her neck it's not her fault it's the scriptwriter's fault leave her alone but the portrayal of it and i'm just but also yeah it's an issue with the casting when you have a go oh i look quite pretty don't i when it's literally the most the hottest person alive yeah like i just it's insufferable and i just i just hate her in general it's See, just I, one of those really irrational I, I, I feel a lot of affinity towards her because i have a very weird jawline <laughs> and i was often told growing up that it looked like kira knightley's jawline which and gave just me like, some um, comfort i also have a, an affinity to kira knightley because i'm so gorgeous no. and i often watch video of myself thinking oh i'm quite pretty aren't no, i if you look at kira knightley's jaw it's 
fucking sharp like too sharp and i my mum used to say and it's just up. like oh my my jawline is just so sharp no it's, it's very so hard pointy it's like my elbows they could like kill people you're being one of those like pygmy girls right now like oh i'm just so small no, no i'm very bony my mum once <laughs> said never sit on my lap again your ass is painful to be fair like and i'm not a skinny person but my mum said that to me before because just despite being like plump like i just have a bony, bony ass it's bony it just, ass i've yeah. got a voluptuous bum but just with really sharp bones so under those the... sharp bones come through in my elbows my jaw everywhere so yeah i i, I it's not kira knightley's fault it's the script fault but when i found out that she was 17 so was closer mm. in age to the little boy yeah. than she was to the man playing the husband and the yep. best friend. Fucking creepy. Yep. Fucking creepy. And the best friend who is just the walking dead guy. Anyway, I want and to... And it's like, <laughs> that's a cultural reference. I'm going to skip right past that. I No, I know quite a lot about The Walking Dead because it's my mum's favourite show, but I have no desire to watch it. Valid. Okay. So I want to make her Ginny... Sorry, Ginny... I want to make no. I do think she suits the husband Dean and the best friend Harry. Yeah, it's the kind of simp shit Harry would do. I want to go. I want to put them in sixth year, and Harry ends the film with holding out cards. Yeah, and I'm not just saying that because the husband in black, the husband is black. (laughs) What? (laughs) I'm not just saying this because the husband in black. Wow! Because the husband is black and Dean is black, (laughs) I just see Harry as doing this simpy best friend shit. And there is like the one black character in Harry Potter and the one black character in Love Actually must be the same. (laughs) I'm not just saying that because I did for a while think it could be Harry on Hermione, but there is so little sexual chemistry between Harry and Hermione. I couldn't make it work, so in my head I swapped it for Ginny, Dean, and Harry. It makes more sense. I do agree. I I do think that you are racially profiling um <laughs> but like i said at the start hannah loves to do a good hate crime so there's actually two black characters in this film is there no three all of three so there's i've not watched it again this year so no neither have i yet but there's the husband there's the best friend of the guy you hate it says oh you're yeah, a yeah, dickhead yeah, colin yeah, yeah, yeah. and a valid valid and there's the secretary of the prime minister who she oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. actually also plays i know you haven't watched it yet she plays the mum in his dark materials and has not aged a day in 20 years woman looks the same age what is mm. her skincare routine need to know yeah, yeah. like stunning like mm. wow but you say that there is a girl that plays like a teenager in buffy filmed in the 90s that is in um i think pretty little liars playing a teenager and mm. even now she's in stuff still playing a teenager and it's 30 years later and she still plays a teenager it's impressive it's working honestly people have put like screenshots of her just being like this is witchcraft i mean is paul rudd drinking the blood of virgins who can know um i quite frankly would go back in time and restore my virginity just to have paul rudd do a little sucky suck <laughs> Your face dropped. It was quite terrifying. It's too late. I was like, she's carrying on. We're in too deep. I'm so drunk. I'm so sorry. The next people we have to place are Jamie and Aurelia. 
which ones are these? I don't pay attention to their names. Jamie is the man in jumpers. Aurelia is the foreign woman he steals. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Aurelia has to be someone. Can I just say how little this romance made sense without the subtitles? I genuinely thought that Colin Firth just stole a woman. (laughs) So if we're ending this, so the film ends with a play. So I would like to end this with the Yule Ball. So can we think that Aurelia might be from Beaubatons or Durmstrang? That makes sense. She is a foreigner. And as we know, all (laughs) foreigners are the same. Would you like her to be a specific character from Beaubatons or Durmstrang? We only know two. It doesn't really make... (gasps) Could they be Bill and Fleur? My mind went (laughs) to Gritton. No, Bill and Fleur actually makes sense. Okay, so we've aged down Bill, and this is Bill and Fleur. Okay, we're going to write the story once we've placed all the characters. So Jamie and Aurelia are Bill and Fleur. Harry, Karen, and Mia. So Harry is... (laughs) Harry is Alan Rickman. Karen is Emma Thompson. And Mia is the bitch that stole Christmas. (laughs) You. (laughs) I just... This, uh, oh, I just, oh, this storyline, that it breaks scene. Me. The scene in the bedroom. Yeah. It, and she pulls herself together and you're just like, oh no, my when God. When she stands outside the lounge and shakes her hands, I've never seen acting that good. I, it's the best acting I've we ever seen in my life. We would all die for Emma Thompson, right? Like, I would lay down in front of a train track for Emma Thompson. Absolutely. Who are they in Harry Potter? Did you see her at the Adele Yes, thing? obviously I saw her at the yeah, Adele concert. I, I just, could you imagine? Neil said... She annoyed me a little bit. She was going over the top. I nearly dumped him. I nearly dumped him in that moment, didn't we, I? We can kill him. Could we? We can. Do you think so? I'll help. You, I, we'll, think, I think we'll it's sex, isn't it? it? I think it's sex. I'll say, I'll say he was beating you. Okay. I'll say it was done self-defense. <laughs> <laughs> Who are they in Harry Potter? But uh, like, so is but, me is me a Jojo? <laughs> no, but like Emma Thompson at the uh, Adele thing. I just love that because could you imagine you were just like at an Adele gig having the time of your life dancing around, and then the next day you just look on Twitter and everyone's just I like, she's such a legend. She's... Like, <laughs> I just love her. I yeah, um, I would lay down my life. Um, okay, so are they teachers or are they pupils? I think those two have got to be teachers, and Mia's got to be a seventh year. No, because that's a bit, that's a bit sting. The whole storyline's a bit sting. Mia is 15 years younger. But like, of age. Yeah, seventh years are of age. But it's different, but no, it's different when it's a teacher and a student. Absolutely, it's different. Okay, fine. Do you want, but I don't see how else it works. I'm just trying to think of like, they don't have to be specific characters. We could just place them in the world. It's just got to work somehow. Um, Because I'm trying to think about like married couples and I feel like the... Oh, oh no, we don't have to put them in Mr. and Mrs. Weasley. Don't. Oh, I'm no. just, that's the only married couple, but like Mr. Weasley would never do that. Mr. Weasley would never do that. Could Mia be Tonks? Harry be Lupin? And Karen be... Serious? Or mm. 
Mia is serious. <laughs> Karen is Tonks. Yeah. Oh, it's spicy. It's spicy and I like it. So mm-hmm. Harry is Lupin. So Alan Rickman is now David Thewlis. <laughs> <laughs> Emma Thompson is now Tonks. I love that like half of the Love Actually actors were in Harry Potter. This isn't helping my brain in the slightest <laughs> because we made Alan Rickman who plays Snape not Snape. <laughs> and... Oh, but actually... Oh. You know where my brain just went? That kind of makes sense. No, because... Like, it doesn't, but it does. But no, I I like it being serious. Okay, so Mia is serious. Yeah. Karen is Tonks, even though the age is basically swapped. That's fine, we can do what we want. And Harry is... It really doesn't help he's called Harry either. This is fucking Yeah, I know, it's so weird. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, okay. I, okay. Yeah, I like that. David and Natalie. So David is the prime minister. So he has Pot. to... I don't want to make him Cornelius Fudge. Can we just take David and make him the minister for magic? Are we allowed to... This is our world. Can we do what we want? Yeah, because I just hate Fudge that I don't want him to be happy. Great. Okay. And then I want Karen to be a teacher at Hogwarts. Okay. Do you think that could be cute? Yeah. What does she teach? No, because she kind of has to work from... No, but then we don't see a lot of it. No, because it's the Yule Ball. So she's coming... So he's coming for the task. Fudge and Umbridge. <laughs> no! <laughs> it's not Fudge. We just... Fudge and Umbridge. Fudge and Umbridge. We just established it's not Fudge. So he's coming fudge to see the task and keeps running into Natalie. Fudge and Umbridge. What does Natalie teach? Wait, is Natalie... Percy? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. It's Percy. It's Percy. It's it's Percy and David. David? David. Right. Do you want it to be David or do you want it to be Cornelius? Do you want it to be Hugh Grant or do you want it to be Cornelius? I kind of want it to be Hugh Grant because I don't understand why he wasn't in the films anyway. I know he was supposed to play Lupin and I'm really sad that didn't happen. Mm. Okay. So it's David and Percy. Yeah. I... Yeah. That was brilliant from you. Okay. Daniel, Sam, Joanna, and Carol. So Dam- Daniel is Liam Neeson. Oh, God. <laughs> Sam is his son. Joanna is the girl he's in love with, and Carol is that woman who comes in right at the end. So I need Sam and Joanna. Sam is a Slytherin to me. So mm-hmm. Sam is a Slytherin first year, and Joanna is a Gryffindor first year. But if we want to make it actual characters, could we not have Sam be Colin Creevy? Ooh. Mm-hmm. And then have... Because to me as well, the girl seems Slytherin in her tendencies. Yeah, all right. I'm willing to switch. Yeah. Okay. okay. So she's just like generic Generic Slytherin, Slytherin first year. And yeah. Colin... Like we've aged them differently because Harry's in sixth year at this point. Colin's only been yeah. two years below him. I don't care. So Colin is a first year. Yeah. yeah. And he's in love with a random Slytherin. Yeah. So does he have a dad on the faculty to get him into the story? Where does Daniel fit into this? He has a dad on the faculty. Yeah. What's he teaching? Potions. What about Snape? His dad is Snape. No, his dad is so (laughs) loving. His dad is also supposed to be Muggleborn, so. Why is his dad supposed to be Muggleborn? Because remember he like is taking the pictures for his dad? I know, but we need his dad to be in the story. Because Liam Neeson is an important yeah. part of the story. Yeah. 
Do I need him to be on the faculty? What's he teaching? Muggle studies. Yeah. Because he's muggle-born. Can we just because, have it's, him- because it's not his real dad. In love, actually, he's not blood-related to him. It's his stepdad. True that. True, True, that. That. True that. I mean, the chances of that would be slim, but okay, I see it. Um, he's a muggle studies teacher. I also, can we just still have him played by Liam Neeson for the bounce? Obviously he can still, no, no, no. I am picking and choosing when people are being their Harry Potter actors and their love actually actors yeah, yeah, yeah. to make the pure chaotic plot. Yeah. This is still Liam Neeson. We need Neeson. to at least have one character where it's played, as in one actor <laughs> playing two characters. And it's Alan Rickman. <laughs> yeah. In fact, actually Alan Rickman plays all of the characters. <laughs> Alan Rickman is walking around as everyone. So next we have, Sarah, Carl, and... Give it a minute. Let me finish my... Sarah, Carl, and Michael. I... Can I just say, I hate <sighs> the storyline with a passion. I mean, obviously, I hate it. It's the saddest thing I've ever witnessed. So oh. I just watch it, and I'm just like, don't answer the fucking phone. Like... Pro- she has to answer the phone, Charlie. That's the whole point. I know. So, who is she? Boning mad. <laughs> or Trelawney. Mm, that's good. Who's Carl? Or wait, no. You know who she is. Who? She's McGonagall. <gasps> so harsh. No, she's not the queen. No. McGonagall would never no. No. McGonagall no. is so committed to her job. And I feel like that's like the level of commitment where I'm she so would be sorry. like in with a hot guy and then it'd be like, Harry's done some fucking overdramatic shit okay, again. So you, so you want to cut the brother and the brother becomes the Harry. The brother is just like her literally just her maintenance of Harry. <laughs> okay, fine. So she's McGonagall. Who's Carl? Sprout. <laughs> <laughs> no, like Carl has to be just like generic Carl. Grubbly plank. No. Carl replaces Grubbly Pank. He's the new care of magical creatures. Yeah, and then we can get some like good actions. I don't know, him digging a hole. For- yeah. I, d- I don't know why. I just want him shirtless digging a hole. Exactly. Okay, so Carl is Carl, but he's care of magical yeah. creatures. Next we have Colin, Tony, and the American girls. I just hate the storyline so much. <laughs> Most of them actually is, I hate this storyline. So, yeah. So I we've, already, story we've already cast Colin Creevy, so he can no longer be Colin Creevy. Even though he's called Colin. Who did I think was... Oh, no. Okay, so... Maybe it's like George on a bender after Fred's died. <laughs> because then his friend back home could be Lee. You've just made the only other black character in Harry Potter the only oh, no. other black character in this film. I didn't mean to. <laughs> Charlie's a racist. You started the racism. I know I did. <laughs> um, oh no, that's I feel like crying, but okay. So it's George. No, it's, that was just my first thought. Um, there might be another good thing in it. Okay, let's think, let's think, let's think. Who would go to America to get laid? I mean, yeah. No, because he's... We could make it boys. We are in charge. I know. We could make the American Ooh, girls the American boys. Um, It could be Malfoy going to see American boys. That's true. No, but he's not simpy enough. Mm. Who's simpy? Neville. No, because I like Neville and I fucking hate Colin in the no, film. No, but that's kind of cute. No. Neville goes and gets laid. No, I feel like I feel like Neville is all about the emotion. Seamus. Yeah. And then Dean is playing 
both black guys. <laughs> no, because they're gay as well. No, I th- I think it has to be George and Lee. Okay, I'm George, sorry. Lee, and we just, they're random American girls. No, let's bring it all to Hogwarts. He's just trying to sleep with as many Bow Battens girls as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, For cool. sure. John and- oh, John and Judy. So Martin Freeman and Joanna Page. What, the porn actors? The porn actors. They are just a random Durmstrang <laughs> and a random Bobaton that are really horny and I don't care. It's yeah, the same yeah, yeah, yeah. people. They're just from Durmstrang and yeah, Bobaton. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. And then we have Rufus Rowan Atkinson. This is Lockhart. Yeah. 100%. Absolutely. Okay, let's go through the plot of the film. Oh God, I don't remember the plot. That's... I should have watched this before. <laughs> the film opens on Billy Mac in the studio recording Love Is All Around. Mm. So who'd be who was Billy Mac? Crap, I've already forgotten. Um, we said it was Ludo Bagman. Okay, so Ludo Bagman is like, I don't know, like trying to redo his sporting career. Yeah. He's like trying to shoot some goals. No, he was a beater. Or he's just recording, you know, I feel like sports stars all the time are like, and here's my Christmas album. I yeah. feel like this is the thing that would happen. So he's singing or he's like he's doing singing. a, like he could be doing a workout DVD. Yeah, he's either singing or doing a workout DVD or both. Okay. So then Jamie, who we've established is Bill, mm. is in bed with his current girlfriend saying i'm gonna be late that's yeah. fine bill is a player he's got current girlfriends okay so then the next big event is the wedding mm-hmm. of dean and Ginny, where harry heartbroken over Ginny, has planned a oh, surprise no. <laughs> m- oh no mid-ceremony do we do we stick with this yeah, but let let's make it so it's like the the Not a wedding. No, the what's the band like the weird sisters or whatever. What they they're the ones that yeah. Get so so are you telling me that Ginny and Dean are getting married in their sixth or seventh year? Yeah. Okay, she's pregnant. <laughs> so they get married. Yeah. Okay, and she's Harry's just up. like got the weird sisters to stand up in the middle of it. Yeah, and Ron's like, bruh. Well, you realize <laughs> we haven't you written Ron Hermione into this story. They're I just don't there care. like, bruh. Yeah, <laughs> bruh they're just stop. there like, Harry, Harry, I've never seen you be aware that anyone else exists, let alone do this. You okay? You okay, mate? So <laughs> yeah, like, that... this is my sister. Stop. stop. Wedding. Stop it. Stop it. Ron Hermione are just constantly in the background of everything like, why <laughs> yeah even when he's doing the card scene they're just in the background like harry this is really inappropriate Stop it, Harry. so then um we're in downing street or the ministry mm-hmm. and cornelius has just been kicked out to be replaced by hugh grant. grant but percy is still the secretary but also can it just be the exact same character as in he is literally a muggle but suddenly in charge of the wizarding society yes and percy has to teach him about the wizarding society yeah he yeah, does he's got to teach him about many does. things so percy accidentally swears all the time <laughs> and he's like <laughs> uh, i just love a reading of gay percy Especially because I feel like Chris, and I feel like Chris would wouldn't mind us saying this. Chris is like a like camp metro guy, you know. A hundred percent. I feel like Thank he'd be fine Chris. with this. He would be fine with Absolutely. this. Absolutely. I am tempted to tweet him to Ooh. be like, "By the way, we wrote you into getting married to um, Hugh Grant. Hope you don't mind." Yeah. 
So the wedding goes ahead. Love is all you need. All you need is love. Ba da 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 da. Because mm-hmm. Harry is trying to tell Ginny he loves her. And then Bill comes home and realizes someone is sleeping with his girlfriend. Maybe it's Charlie. Whoa. Whoa. No, because in the film it is his brother. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, it's Charlie. No. God oh. damn me. God's <laughs> sake. So then, um, who did we say is Colin? Oh no, it's it's George. Yeah, it's George post the death of Fred. George post the death of Fred and Lee are backstage in the wedding serving food because why wouldn't they be backstage serving food at their own sister's wedding (laughs) (laughs) it's like that bit in fleabag when she's like at the art exhibition and her godmom is like and here serve these entrees yeah it's like that and 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 george is like i'm going to go to america yeah because American girls. I want girl, to get laid. And no, American girls. But he's girls not going to go to America. He's just going to try because the Bobatten girls are coming in a few days. And oh, he's yeah. just going to try to sex the Bobatten And he's girls. like, the French are really slutty. So. <laughs> that is what's um, happening. Can we talk about the dream that I had literally last night where we went to France and we're like, this is so dirty that we bought a power washer and literally went around and we're just power washing <laughs> in front of wherever we walked. Charlie hates the French. <laughs> Apparently I do. So then we cut to the completely separate plot line to the rest which is just the bow buttons on Durmstrang lot have arrived and Durmstrang John and bow buttons Judy are just fully horny for each other and just yep. keep fucking they're just absolutely nailing where are they fucking this time all over the castle you have to pick their first time where they fuck um, I think it's on the stairs of the great hall wow bold for the first time yeah and anal as well just in the middle of the stairs in in the night when no one else is there no m- midday <laughs> How are you going to top this as we move forward? Sometimes you, you got to start off with the, with the, you know. Look, all relationships go downhill sexually, right? There's like, you start off like, eh, and you go, wee. And then like five years in, you're like, Ugh. right? Wow. <laughs> it's like that TikTok sound. So, it's like, <laughs> what is that sound? Can you do it? No, like, which one? You know where it's like, eh. I can't do it. No, do you know what I mean? Sounds like you're having weird sex. <laughs> Maybe I am. So who did we cast D- Daniel as? Liam Neeson? Oh, he's... Who's he- Daniel? You've got to tell... I don't know the character's name. He's the names. dad of Colin Creevy. <laughs> oh, God. Did we not just put him... No. Oh, oh he was like teacher he was muggle studies teacher muggle studies teacher so his wife has died Yay. so he's hosting a funeral for his wife and colin is crying in the corner r.i.p that's just what happens before bow battles and derms trying to arrive no they've arrived now are we and can i just say before anyone nitpicks we know the timelines don't make sense this is not supposed to be a fact factually accurate yeah that that was clear from the beginning so the muggle studies creature teacher is crying over the death of his wife then we cut back to the reception of the wedding where Sarah, who we've cast as McGonagall, yep. is asking Harry if he's in love with Dean. <laughs> <laughs> because he's sitting there filming this them. This absolutely Literally would happen. A hundred percent. Thank you, McGonagall. 
legendary behavior. So yeah, she says, I thought I'd just ask the blunt question in case no one else was ever around to ask and you needed to talk to someone about it. Thank you, McGonagall. So then (laughs) we cut to Lupin's office (laughs) and Sir... No, who's walked in? McGonagall has walked in (laughs) and Lupin is interrogating McGonagall about McGonagall being in love with the Care of Magical Creatures teacher. Who... Who is Mark? No, not Mark. I don't know who he is. <laughs> Wait, remind me. He's the hot one with the glasses. <laughs> I thought we said he's prof- he's uh, the replacement for Grubbly Plank. Yeah. So care of magical creatures. Yeah. Yeah. Just generic so, male. So Lupin is questioning McGonagall about her love for the random care of magical creatures teacher mm-hmm. Carl and Lupin is like don't you think you should do something about it and McGonagall is like ah, no valid scene ends um <laughs> Luda Bagman goes on the radio to talk about his new <laughs> fitness DVD I love this so much it's so dumb <laughs> He goes on the WWN, the Wizarding Wireless Network, to write a new fitness <laughs> DVD. Cut to Downing Street. Where just Hugh Grant. <laughs> Hugh Grant is being Hugh Grant. Oh no, the WWN, WWN is talking about Hugh Grant being Hugh Grant. And mm-hmm. then we cut to the office and Percy is bringing Hugh Grant biscuits. Yeah, he is. And teaching about the wizarding world. And Hugh Grant's like, who do I have to shag to get a biscuit around here? And then Percy walks in. <laughs> That's not quite is it this not? scene. This oh, is the one where Percy says, I was hoping you'd win. Not that it would have been nice the other bloke just always gave him the boring biscuits without chocolate. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Mm. Percy. Ugh. Cut to the film studio, but not the film studio. What location are our Randy, Bow Buttons and Durham strength students having sex in next? I picked the last time. You pick now. Um, I think they are having sex up against the wall of Hagrid's hut. <laughs> <laughs> Is Hagrid watching? No. Hagrid's oh. gone out. <laughs> Where? The pub. <laughs> not the forest. Not the forest. And they're just full on like... Up what, against what hole? The vagina hole. With what? The penis. Okay. Because Boring. it's just when they're standing up, it's just you got to do the easiest one. But like, there's kind of like a holding position up against the wall of the hut. Okay. Okay. Hot. Sounds good. And then maybe if they get bored, they could do a bent over position. Yeah. Yeah. The Randy student. <laughs> I like how little effort we put into that storyline. We're like they're generic horny students. <laughs> Their storyline relates least to anyone else's. I yeah. don't care. Um, Bill is telling Lee about how he's made a plan to shag Bobat on students. Wait, not Bill. George. George. I've forgotten who we're talking about. George. Yeah. George is telling Lee about his plan to shag Bobat on students. Uh-huh. Maybe he's learned a bit of French. Yeah. He's learned he's Sacre learned, bleu. No, he's like um 
Voulez-vous coucher avec, avec moi ce soir? <laughs> We're so funny. <laughs> Lupin needs to organize a Christmas party, not the Yule Ball, just the teacher's Christmas party. Yeah. And Sirius is like, I'll help you. <laughs> and Lupin is like, you're not going to bring your boyfriend, are you? And Sirius is like, does, um, no. please tell me Sirius wears a little uh, red dress with the devil horns. We're not at that scene yet, but obviously no, but he I, does. Yeah, but obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. obviously yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. Sirius, what are you exact talking about? outfit. Yeah. I am loving this so much. I kind of need it to be made. <laughs> I know. Same. Unfortunately, Alan Rickman has died. Um. <laughs> Don't say that. No, he hasn't. Um. So now we cut to um, Liam Neeson as the Muggle Studies person mm -hmm. bitching to Tonks that Colin stays in his room the whole time <laughs> and won't talk to anyone. Cool. Cool. So then cut to Liam Neeson having a conversation with Colin where he says he's in love with a Slytherin. No. Boo, Slytherin. How, how do you think Liam Neeson would react to this? I hope not like Harry and Curse Child. I hope so too. According um, to the film, the original, he reacts pretty well. Yeah. Maybe Liam Neeson being a muggle-born knows that the way they sort pupils yeah. is stupid. It's fucked up. You know, he's seen Taken. <laughs> <laughs> he knows. What does Taken have to do with it? Uh, everything, Liam Neeson. He's like, he's like, I don't care who you love. Just don't go to France. <laughs> <laughs> Especially without power washer. He's like, a Slytherin is fine. A Beau Baton's girl is awesome. Yes! <laughs> and if you do... <laughs> Put the phone under the bed and let her yell out the descriptions. <laughs> He's like, the Slytherins are fine, the French are not. <laughs> I don't care if you date a racist. Just don't <laughs> date, date someone French. French. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, it's just some random lines. Um, the muggles, no, the, the care magical creature teacher says goodnight to McGonagall. Um, Bill says he's alone again, naturally. Oh. <laughs> Iconic line. The sexiest man alive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this actually fits really well. Mm. The Prime Minister, Hugh Grant, begins to ask Percy where he's from. And Percy has to explain he's from the dodgy end of Wandsworth. Oh my god, it fits so well. It fits so well! He has to explain he's from a shack! He's like, I'm from the dodgy end of Cornwall. <laughs> or like, is it dead? I live in a pigsty. <laughs> a literal pigsty. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I haven't visited a pigsty. Absolutely fabulous. Sorry. Um, then the Muggle Studies teacher, Liam Neeson, begins to ask Colin what he can do to, to, to help mm -hmm. him with the Slytherin girl problem. Um, then we cut to Anton Deck. <laughs> Just still Anton Deck, <laughs> right? Still Anton Deck. And they're interviewing the Ludo Bagman. 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And but then they make reference the to same. the weird sisters, surely. Obviously, but apart from that, the entire scene is the same. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. I always think about that scene when it's like, um, "Don't do drugs, kids." Uh, become a pop star and they give you them for free. Yeah. As like, don't buy makeup. Work in the makeup industry, industry and, and you'll get you it, it for free. free. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Then we cut to that awkward phone call between Harry and Ginny when because it's the early 2000s and dean patches her through because he's filmed the wedding and her real video has come out all blue and wibbly or blotchy yeah yeah so Ginny wants a video of the wedding cool cool Mm -hmm. cool Lupin and McGonagall have another conversation about how McGonagall wants to fuck the care of magical creatures teacher Carl valid and then um, Sirius comes in and she and he's like, it's an art gallery. <laughs> Hannah just flashed me. <laughs> Full of dark corners for doing <laughs> dark deeds. I hate her so much. Oh my God, she's I'm aware, literally the worst. I'm aware that I'm now like a grown up, educated person that doesn't believe in slut shaming, but I hate this slut. Oh, she she's the worst. It's literally, she's I the just biggest love that if you alive. Google the slut from Love Actually, she comes up. Of course she does. She's the definition of the Don't get me wrong, the, I don't believe in slut whore. shaming, but I also don't believe in home wrecking. You know? She's the worst. She's the literal worst. She actually is. She is the devil. There's a reason she dresses as the devil. The devil. Leave Alan Rickman alone. And I'm aware that it's problematic that we're blaming her and not Alan Rickman. No, I blame Alan Rickman fully. Oh yeah, obviously. But also it's just like, I just... Oh, I hate her. I hate her. I hate Alan Rickman in so this too. So what you're saying right now is you hate Sirius. The slut. Yeah, Sirius would be a slut. Yeah. Where are you given the chance he would be? So we're cutting to... Um, I'm going to say this is happening in the Beau Baton's carriage. And for some reason, Bill is living in the Beau Baton's carriage. Mm-hmm. And, and he's met Fleur. And they don't speak the same language and Fleur is cleaning the boat. This is turning into Cinderella, I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait, no. Maybe Fleur is... Why Why is Fleur cleaning? Does she have to be cleaning? <laughs> she doesn't have to be cleaning. Why are they in the same place? But maybe maybe it's maybe it's after and he goes away to France. And it's not after. There. No. Because this all has to lead to the Yule Ball at the end. Oh, yeah. So okay. why are they constantly thrown together come up with a reason um but like the thing is he shouldn't even be at hogwarts right now age doesn't matter in this story okay um is it not that he's in the task then and they get thrown together in the task maybe yeah yeah okay so the triwizard tournament is happening yeah we're just writing harry out of the story (laughs) And oh no, because he's in the Kira Knightley bullshit. But they're working together, kinda. Oh, he he's our pats. <laughs> so Bill is now Cedric Diggory, falling in love with Fleur, and they're discussing the task, but they can't speak the same language. Yeah, great. Okay. So, but he has to drive her home every day, and by drive her home, I mean walk her back to the carriage. Yeah. So, you know, she doesn't get get by the squid. Yeah. The squid can sometimes go on land and go. Just one tentacle and just yoink. Boop. I do feel like the, the squid would do that. So now the president arrives. 
We didn't. We didn't name the president. It's just the president. It's just Hugh Grant. No, you Hugh Grant's the prime minister. Mm. Oh yeah, sorry, the president. Um, Trump. It's just Trump. <laughs> it's just Trump. It's just Trump. Trump has arrived, and is being a dickhead. So fair, fair, fair. He's flirting with Percy. Fair, 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 fair. Uh, someone. This might. Oh, so bad. Yeah. Hugh Grant stands up and says. We may be a small country, we're a great one. The country of Harry Potter, which really brings this film into a better full circle. I don't want to talk about how this might work. I don't want to analyze this. It's so good. Um, We've made a masterpiece. We have fully made a masterpiece. He just stares at the camera and just breaks the fourth wall in Harry that moment. Potter. <laughs> um, so David yeah. Cameron's... Not David Cameron. David Beckham's right foot. David, David Cameron's left, left foot. foot. David Cameron, you said Cameron oh, again. Oh, again? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, David Beckham, be more relevant, why don't you? Um, so, yeah, the president should be prepared for that. Woo. Um, so, what we forgot to mention is Tonks it is the sister of the prime minister. Of oh, course yeah. she is. Mm-hmm. That's fine. So they have a little phone call and say, "Are you insane?" That's fine. We can make that work. Um, the prime minister then sings that song by the the girls aloud. Yeah. Nothing changes there. Nothing changes. Nothing changes. And yep. Um, Bill and Fleur have another little. Conversation. Little conversation. Little flirty conversation. And then <laughs> Bill's book ends up in... Okay, Bill's book ends up in the pond. So we can make this the lake. What ends up in the lake that they both have to jump in? Surely he has, like, notes about the next task or something. Yeah. Or he's like, research about... Yeah. So he's outside in the grounds because Bill loves the outdoors. Mm-hmm. Working on his notes. Yeah. Which would make sense because, like dragon that's charlie's thing but whatever <laughs> you're like same weasley. <laughs> same weasley although he slept with his ex-girlfriend <laughs> fuck it charlie so yeah his notes about the next class fly into the yep. great lake and and fleur jumps in yeah the squid is there too just like vibing <laughs> he's like friends friends <laughs> and all three of them are trying to get the papers yeah and then they're like oh i've seen each other half naked um and then then they're both wrapped up in blankets in the kitchens. The yeah. house elves are all scurrying around them and yeah. they're having that little conversation where they don't realise they're saying the same things yeah. in different languages. Yeah. But the Again, house- this scene without subtitles, no sense. <laughs> it was two no, people no, no, because saying it says things. Crime, a uh, crime? <laughs> still did not make a lot of sense. I still kind of thought that he just stole her. <laughs> So that's the same thing's happening, but there's house elves running around mm-hmm. and they're in the kitchens. Actually, that would be an adorable scene. Can you imagine? Yeah, I love a bit of romance surrounded by slaves. <laughs> Wait, can we talk about on the podcast earlier when I texted you to say that my boyfriend was obsessed with space and autocorrect changed it to obsessed with slaves? Bear in mind, I haven't met Charlie's new boyfriend yet because of illness and COVID. And she literally texted being like, I'm taking him to the planetarium because he loves slaves. <laughs> So like, he was like two messages. I'm like, sorry. You're like, what are you doing for his birthday? I was like, oh, I'm taking him to the planetarium. End message. Because he really loves slaves. 
autocorrect space to slave which I'm worried about what you're texting because it goes off words you use <laughs> no it no it goes off what he thinks you're trying to say I don't know but like and then you know when you're trying to like correct yourself you just do not feel like you can type fast enough and I was like space space he loves space <laughs> I mean, if he loves space, we'll get him really well. You've noticed I've got three of the Brian Cox books on space over there. Well, yeah. And also you just love books. So. Space. So then we go into uh, what is meant to be Mark's studio, but we're going to make that Harry's... the Surely the DA room of requirements. Oh, very good. Yes. So we're going into the DA. Ginny has gone in to try to get her footage of her wedding because for some reason Harry's a photographer. <laughs> And they're having an awkward as fuck conversation in the yeah. room, in the DA room, where she's like, "I'm quite pretty, actually." Oh my god, it just makes me want to shoot myself. <laughs> and then she's like, "They're all of me." Maybe this isn't video. What could this be in the Harry Potter world? Let's actually think about this, because it wouldn't be video. I feel like they don't have any form of media. So what would it be to make it work that Harry would do a drawing? <laughs> no. <laughs> All the drawings are of me. I think it just has to say it's like photos or video. They don't really... No. They have like moving photos. Maybe it's just moving photos. Moving photos. And yeah, they're all of Ginny. Yeah. And then... Which is serial killer shit. And then Harry's like, I, I have to leave. And then he walks out to that same Dido song of I am what I am. I miss Dido. I miss Dido. Did I... I must have told you about my old cat that was obsessed with Dido. I think you've mentioned it. Yeah. Iconic. My parents were obsessed with Dido, so hard relate to the cat. Yeah, but she would just come running. You would play Dido, and she would be mood. There, absolute mood. Yeah, she yeah. fucking loved Dido. So yeah, Harry walks out to a soundtrack of Dido. Yeah, because he's realised that he's only taken moving photos of Ginny. Yeah. All this time, although we haven't written them in, Ron and Hermione are just dancing around, laughing at all the plots. Yeah. Then Hugh Grant fires Percy. Dick. Because he has chubby legs. <laughs> when we say that Love Actually is a bad film, <laughs> we mean the bit where she is constantly referred to as chubby, even though she's, she's literally tiny. a size. And well. then she gets fired for being sexually assaulted by the president. Killed myself. <laughs> <laughs> then. Um, Liam Neeson and Colin Creevy have a little chat. Uh, that's when he finally finds out that she's Slytherin because this is the point yeah. where Liam Neeson finds out she's American and that's similar levels of, you know, <laughs> <laughs> of, of, a, of a blow. You're like, oh no. Oh no. Absolute deal breaker. Um, then they watch Titanic, which is still the same. Yeah. Liam Neeson just shows him Titanic in his office. Mm-hmm. Then Bill and Fleur have to say a little goodbye to each other. They will miss the very slow typing. I don't know why they're saying goodbye to each other because they're living in the same castle. End of the tournament. They're just not going to interact. It's as not much. the end of the tournament because it oh, finishes yeah. on the Yule Ball. Oh yeah, they just—I don't know. I don't know why they would have to separate. Let's just skip over that. <laughs> oh god. I just think that it sounds like they'll be like good night and then just vigorous masturbation. <laughs> 
Colin Greavy has a plan to get his Slytherin mm-hmm. girl. In the original, it's to be drummer in a band. What is it for the Yule Ball? Is it to learn how to dance? It's to just crucio a load of muggleborns. <laughs> That's what a thirtieth Slytherin girl wants. Yeah. Even though Colin himself is a muggleborn. <laughs> He's just gonna crucio himself. He's gonna crucio his own father. He's gonna crucio Liam. Yeah. Himself. Yeah. A hundred percent. Is that what you're making it? Yep. And Liam is like, you don't know how to Christio me. And he's like, one tiny insignificant detail. <laughs> yeah. And then he's just in his room going, Christio, Christio, just at the mirror. <laughs> Great. I'm glad we sorted that out. Oh, we enter the Christmas party. So this isn't the Yule Ball. This is the teacher's Christmas party. Yeah. So uh, Tonks is doing the duty round. Um, and Lupin's like, yeah, you do that. You're great. And then in walks Sirius in the tight red dress and the devil horns. And they have a little dance. And Lupin says, you're looking very pretty tonight. And Sirius says, it's for you. It's all for you, sir. Apart from I'm kind of liking it because I kind of like Sirius and Lupin. I do, but like, I just... uh, Like, it doesn't take this level of effort to pull a middle-aged man. You don't have to be quite so, like, out with it. And also, why do you want him that badly? You're hot. Well, I can understand if he's rich. But But he's not! Like, he's not... Well... We don't, we know he's got a senior role. We know, like, he can have an assistant. But he's like, not, like, a multi-millionaire. But, like, yeah. And he, like, to be fair, Alan Rickman, you Ooh. would, though, wouldn't you? Well, yeah, obviously I would. So if he's, like, hot and relatively wealthy, like, I can see the appeal. It doesn't excuse, like, stealing someone. No. But, like, I just, she goes to so much effort. And it's, like, middle-aged men are easy as fuck. Like, you really do not have to go to that much effort. You just kind of have to be in the vicinity and willing. Yes, serious. Put Lupin down. (laughs) Yeah, uh, actually just uh, neg him a little bit. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Um, So then... Tonks has a little bitch to McGonagall. Mm -hmm. But then... Carl... Asks McGonagall to dance. Mm-hmm. And then it gets steamy. Mm-hmm. And then they go back to McGonagall's office. But oh no! Harry's, Harry's in trouble. Drama. Harry's caused some fucking drama. Yeah. What's the drama? I don't, don't know. know. And just, I don't care. He's pissed off Umbridge or he's something. Pissed off I Umbridge. know that does narratively make sense. I, I don't, don't care. I don't care. And McGonagall has to leave care of magical creatures carl naked in the office to go and rescue harry fucking harry fucking hell fucking harry so then we cut to the next day in lupin's office and sirius is like are you gonna get me a christmas present i want something i want not something I need. So Lupin goes out to Hogsmeade with Tonks Christmas shopping. And Tonks is being the good wife and making sure they get presents for the parents. But mm-hmm. Lupin goes off shopping on his own. Who does he run into in the gift shop? 
Lockhart. Gilderoy Lockhart. And what does Gilderoy Lockhart sell him? Some tacky fucking necklace. Yeah. You fucking bitch. And then he wraps it in all the wrapping and he's taking up the screen time. Mm -hmm. Fucking Gilderoy Lockhart. Mm -hmm. So then that all happens. But Bill goes to the Bow Buttons carriage. Your turn. Where are the Randy, Bow Buttons and Durmstrang duo having the sex? I say room of requirements. So they can get really weird with it. Like, Ooh, what have they get... turned it into? Well, you can, you know, be like, I want a sex swing. It's a sex Boom. dungeon. I want a sex, uh, a strap on. Boom, there's Boom. a strap on. Like, That's you exciting. know, I want the entire back catalogue of Love Honey. Boom, there it is. I want a whole wall of dildos stuck to the wall. Boom, there it like is. It, like in Fleabag. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that happens. Yeah. Bill is learning French. God bless. God bless Bill. He's just in the dormitory on his own, learning French. Like a good little... That he do be. We're at the threesome, the fivesome scene. I hate it so <laughs> So much. George has arrived in the Beau Baton's carriage. <laughs> and for some reason, all French girls are attracted towards him. Why? mysterious reasons i don't know so he's just like get me a beer because the french Any infamously beer. just hate the brits but apparently in this story they just love him yeah and so. they have a little conversation about what words are the same in french and english yeah and more women keep arriving and then the so now you can now play it and through the window of the beau baton's carriage we see George getting over the death of Fred with a fivesome. Do you agree that it's one of the best songs ever written and just yeah. completely ruined by that by that scene? I wouldn't say it's ruined because I found it through that scene. No, but like now I can't listen to it without just thinking of that horrible, horrible man. Having an orgy. So then we cut to the worst bit. Tonks is telling everyone to pick one present out from under the tree. Oh, I want to kill myself. And she tells, she picks her present out from Lupin. And it's, it's just a CD. It's just a weird sister's It's just CD. a weird sister's CD. And it's not the necklace. Yeah. So Tonks goes up to her room. And she, the best acting I've ever seen in my life. She allows herself a brief two-minute timed pain. cry. And everyone's hearts break, even though I root for Sirius and Lupin, not Tonks and Lupin. But for some reason, we've written this yep. in a way that, oh my God, I'm on Tonks's side. Which, fair enough, because Tonks didn't deserve Lupin. Tonks is 15 years yeah. younger than him and is clearly a bisexual or gay woman and did not deserve yep. to be slammed with Lupin, mm -hmm. who is also a bisexual or gay man. Yep. Thanks, JKR. Yep. But here we are. She's having a little two-minute cry in the bedroom. Mm -hmm. No! Um. <laughs> it's Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. And D D Ludo Bagman has released his workout DVD. <laughs> and it's the best-selling workout DVD of the year. Because that's what people want at Christmas. <laughs> Yeah, it's not January. January. At Christmas. <laughs> At Christmas. Um, <laughs> the Randy... 
Dove Shang and Bo Battle the Student have finally gone on a date. <laughs> um, to uh, Madam Pussyfoot's Madam Pussyfoot's, not Pussyfoot, Charlie. <laughs> Pussyfoot's. I don't know, has she got a pussy? she got a foot fetish. She's got she put the two together. Um, <laughs> Bill turns up at the burrow and is like, oh no, I've just remembered... I'm in love with Fleur and leaves the presents <laughs> on the doorstep and runs away to be with oh. Fleur. And child one says, I hate Uncle Jamie. <laughs> and child two says, I hate Uncle Bill. And child three says, I hate Uncle Bill. Because <laughs> for some reason there's children in this story. Yeah, I just... I genuinely thought he just stole her. <laughs> God. This has the bit when you can see the actual like subtitles where like the husband's like, you want to buy her? And just without the subtitles, I was like, oh, he's buying her. Yeah. Um McGonagall and the hot care of creatures creatures teacher say goodnight without kissing because McGonagall's fucked it because she had to go save Harry from Umbridge. Yeah. Um, Colin isn't hungry. So now we... (laughs) Now we cut to what I can only presume is, I don't know, the special dormitory that Ginny and Dean share that Harry isn't part of, (laughs) even though they're all in Gryffindor. I don't know why! Maybe they have... Maybe they're in the prefect's bathroom having a moment. Mm -hmm. And Harry knocks on the door and says, pretend it's carol singers! (laughs) And Harry, instead of cards, is like doing that thing that Voldemort does where he writes the words <laughs> in the sky. Yeah. But meanwhile, like just Ron and Hermione are in the background, like, Harry, this is really fucking awkward. <laughs> Ron and Hermione are in the background of every scene, like, So yeah, Harry is writing like, I will love you until my wasted heart looks like this, and shows a photo of like Voldemort, like <laughs> wasted away. <laughs> Just like the, like, the fetus Voldemort. Yes. He shows a photo <laughs> yeah. of that. And Ron and like... <sighs> bit weird. Bit weird. Maybe bit weird. when you're professing your love to someone, don't show them a photo of the guy that used to possess them. Yeah. And Dean is like, what's going on? And Ginny's like, it's, it's Carol's. It's Ron and Hermione. Yeah. <laughs> it's Ron and Hermione being weird again. And yeah. And then he's holding up the cards mm-hmm. the, no the writing yeah and he says my withered heart will love you until yeah and then he starts to walk off and Ginny runs after him and kisses him and harry says enough enough for now <laughs> and i want to pause our narrative to talk about what do you think of that whole thing it's fucked up because i've seen so many split opinions it's so fucked up I hate, I hate it. But who do you hate? Her! And him. Both of them. The only good one is her husband. It's fucked up. It is fucked up. You chose to marry someone. You can't be like, you know, well, actually his best friend is really hot. But was the kiss just a sympathetic it's never going to happen they they still made like a committed we can assume from the text monogamous thing you can't just kiss someone like oh this is like a never gonna happen but like let's have a kiss like that's not how things work if you're in a monogamous relationship 
find it sad like really heartbreaking for everyone involved no fuck off i don't know i just find it sad like no they're adults oh no <laughs> they're adults and something's happened Fucking grow up. You chose the person that you want to marry. You can't just be fickle enough to be like, oh, but actually they're best friend now that I think about it. No. You either make a monogamous commitment or you don't. You don't have to make that monogamous commitment. Monogamy is optional. I feel, I don't feel sorry for the man with the cards, for Harry. I feel sorry for Kira Knightley. No. I do. She kisses him and that's a piece of shit move. Both for her husband and for the guy she's leaving, leading on. Well, yeah, she's leading him on. Yeah, exactly. She could have kissed him on the cheek. She She's cheating on her husband and she's leading on his best friend. What the fuck? And she's 17. <laughs> Jesus, Dean, poor Dean. Just fucking slutty Jimmy. And that's why you don't marry 17-year-olds. I, I, I don't know. I do feel sorry for her. No. I'm sorry, she's a bitch. Okay. I mean, I think Mark slash Harry is the idiot. Like, surely you've known her for ages because they've got married. Like, get mm. over it. Get the fuck over it, mate. Yeah. Anyway. Then we enter <laughs> Ludo Bagman's flat where his manager is like, where Ludo Bagman is like, I've come back from a party because of my workout DVD. I love you, manager. And the manager's like, wow, I I'm not gay. And he's like, I don't care. I love you. Ta-da! And that's how you do gay represent... No. <laughs> In 2004, that was how you did it. So thanks, Ludo. <laughs> Bill, no. <laughs> we on. Hugh Grant opens a letter from Percy, being like, "All my love, Christmas," and Hugh Grant is like, "Take me to Cornwall, the dodgy end." <laughs> <laughs> and I like the person he's signed along that pretty dog is like, "Very good, sir." <laughs> I like to think they did just drive it, but from central London. That would take f five plus hours. I'm well aware. But then That's they can't make it's funny. Then they can't make it back to the Yule Ball in time. So it's sidelong apparition. <laughs> yeah, because it'd be going from central London down to Cornwall and then Cornwall to the Highlands of Scotland. <laughs> oh no, it's been an entire day. Um uh... and then they, they drive to Cornwall. Uh, and Hugh Grant realizes he hasn't actually learned where the burrow is because it's magically hidden in Otteries and Catchpole. So he has to knock on every door in Otteries and Catchpole, including Luna Lovegoods, it, including <laughs> Luna Lovegoods, but also Sirius's house because Sirius lives in Otteries and Catchpole, and Sirius is wearing the necklace, the slutty slutty necklace. Oh yeah. Um, and that's how that learns. But yeah, the old lady. And the little girls who were like, please sing a Christmas carol. That's Luna Lovegood. Yeah. Please yeah, yeah. sing a Christmas carol. Absolutely. That's Luna Lovegood. Um, and then, yeah, he finally finds Percy. But who answers the door? It's Molly and, yeah. and Arthur and the whole and gang. Then, yeah. And then Percy comes down the stairs. And in he's his, like, where the fuck in is his my red coat, fucking coat? Looking like he's in a fucking special K-ad. <laughs> 
I have a red Christmas coat entirely because of this film. No. I'm wearing it tomorrow to my Christmas cancel- Where car- the carol fuck concert. Where is my fucking, fucking coat? My Said- mum, who swears like a sailor, gets absolutely furious out that scene every single year she's like why does she swear so much i'm like mum that's how you speak i would say where the fuck is my fucking coat? absolutely and my mum gets so indignant every single year she's like it's just not necessarily why the fuck is she fucking swearing that fucking much and i'm like listen to yourself listen to yourself so yeah um percy walks down like where the fuck is my fucking coat and miss Sweezy's like we've got to go we've got to go to scotland which is the other end from cornwall we've we've got to get to the yule ball to see ron watch every other character in this narrative we've written (laughs) and and bill maybe fuck a french girl (laughs) and george fuck five french girls (laughs) and the prime minister is like i'll give you a lift on my magic carpet i don't know on his thestral on his thestral exactly on his thestral because <laughs> we know that's for in time that's efficient. how it works so they all get on the thestrals the two thestrals and fly up to scotland and there's some awkward conversations between percy mm-hmm. and the prime minister and then percy's like it's okay it's my old school <laughs> so they so they go in and this is when you realize that Pers- the Prime Minister and Tonks are brother and sister and Percy's like come on we can go backstage and Tonks is like hi um and then and then the Slytherin girl the Yuble has started mm-hmm. but the Weird Sisters are playing background when the Slytherin girl gets up on the stage and sings all I want for Christmas is you. Well, no, because if we're sticking with the thing of him torturing Muggle <laughs> <laughs> she gets up there and just fucking starts to abracadabra and then Colin Creamy joins in with Crucio. And then at the climax of them Crucioing multiple people, the stage lifts up to see Percy... And the, my, my, the two my, people that should have stopped the magic it, just snogging was the Slytherin and Colin Creevy curse the children. And there's just all these dead Muggleborns just lying around that they've killed, <laughs> and just you got Percy and just going at it. That's, yeah, I mean, you know, a mood for COVID if I ever <laughs> if I ever heard one. To be fair. Oh my god, you're not wrong. Um, and then Tonks confronts. Lupin and says, "Tell me what would you do in my situation yeah. if I found you'd given a sexy, sexy necklace to 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 Sirius? Is mm. it love? Is it sex? Or is it just a necklace?" And we never find out. And then, you know, Liam Neeson runs up. He's like, "Fantastic! You cast so many Muggleborns." <laughs> I'm so proud of you. And Colin's like, it wasn't enough. She still doesn't know who I am. And now she's going back home for Christmas. And Liam Neeson's like, it's not over till it's over. Let's get on a Thestral. Let's go. So they get on a Thestral. Um, and then Bill has gone all the way to the other side of the Yule Ball because we're making this climax all of the Yule Ball to the French girl and he's like, bonjour, I can speak French now. And her French friend is like, do you want to buy her? <laughs> and Bill is like, no, I want 
to marry her. I like how you just changed it to Bill when it was supposed to be George. No! Bill and Fleur are the romance. George is just fucking a load of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. Sorry. I keep getting really confused. That's valid. We've made this very confusing. So then... Colin is on a festral trying to catch up to the Slytherin girl and inexplicably um (laughs) does no before that he runs into Lockhart again but then yeah he catches up to the Slytherin girl and she gives him a little kiss on the cheek yeah she's like well done on murdering all of those mudbloods I'm going to Murder school now. <laughs> Durmstrang. <laughs> Durmstrang, yeah. I'm switching to Durmstrang. Um, then Bill proposes to Fleur mm-hmm. and all the Weasleys clap and Dumbledore claps mm-hmm. and everyone claps and McGonagall's crying in a corner because she didn't get a hot, hot yep. pair of magical creatures and Fleur's like, you learned English and Bill's like, just in case... And he's like, you learned English, French. I don't know which way around it is. <laughs> She's like, just in case. Sacre bleu. Sacre bleu. And then, um, and, and then George enters the Yule Ball and he's like, here are my bitches. <laughs> Lee, have my, a bitch. Here's my French bitches. Here's a French bitch for you, Lee. <laughs> And Lee's like, wow, a French bitch for me. And then in the background, the weird sister's just stop like, God only knows what I'd be without oh, no. you. So so what's happening with all the characters is, yeah, Lee is snogging a friend, one of the five French bitches. George has many French bitches. I love the misogynistic <laughs> undertones of this episode. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. Yeah. Bill has just proposed to Fleur. McGonagall is crying in a corner, and the care of magical creatures, co- care of magical creatures teacher Carl is crying in another corner. Colin has murdered many Muggleborns and has ridden <laughs> off on a festival. Liam Neeson is just like, oh no. Uh, Ron Hermione is just standing in the middle of all of this, like. I didn't mean for this to happen. Harry has just been kissed by Ginny, but is very confused because she's now dancing with Dean, Mm -hmm. her husband. And Harry's like, oh no. And Ron Hermione is just like, you're a fucking idiot. He is. Uh, Who else is in this story? Um, Oh, Lupin is trying to dance with Tonks, but Tonks is like, you betrayed me. And Sirius is just... And Lupin's just stand. No, Sirius is just standing in the corner again in devil horns, like. Yeah. <laughs> and we pan out from all of them with God only knows what I'd be without you. With the weird sister singing that. Yeah. Iconic. I think it's a beautiful film that we've created. I yeah, I would pay good money to see this. I would pay a, quite a lot of money to see this. Yeah. Can someone make it for us? Mm-hmm. Please. But um, with the cast that we want. If if you guys would like to turn any other Christmas films into Harry Potter, please tweet us your essays of chaos and we mm-hmm. might read them. We might not. We probably won't. We probably won't, but <laughs> no, we'll we say will. we will. Um, <laughs> or if you disagree with us on anything, like Colin murdering the Muggleborns, <laughs> then 
tweet us your disagreements and we I, will disagree back I at you. I think he absolutely would do that. Yeah. Um, this was pure chaos. Have you not read Cursed Child? <laughs> was this funny for a Christmas episode? Huh? Was this funny? I think it was funny. I laughed. Was it I'm as very good as, drunk. But... Was it as good as year one Christmas? That was two parts. It was hard to contend with. Will feel... anything ever be as good? I don't know. I feel like the first part of the first one was shit. And the second part was really good. I haven't listened back to them in four years. So. No, I haven't either. But just I'm just going off memories. Kind of just chugged some old wine. Dribbled it. Yeah, you did. Well. Wow. Merry. Stompy. Merry Christmas to Merry all. Christmas. Merry Chrysler. Merry Chrysler. Do you do that to you? Everyone knows that. Merry Fucking hell. Everyone knows that. Merry Christmas. I hope you all have a Merry Christmas. And a happy new year. year. I feel so bad for Neil that's trying to sleep right now. I don't care. Um, <laughs> me neither. I <laughs> uh, hope you all have a lovely and peaceful Christmas. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah. Oh. God only oh. knows what I'd be without.